Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to talk to you about autoimmune hepatitis. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash autoimmune hepatitis or in the gastroenterology section of the Zero to Finals second edition medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Autoimmune hepatitis is a rare cause of chronic hepatitis or inflammation in the liver. It appears to occur due to a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Let's go through the types. There are two types of autoimmune hepatitis with different age distributions and autoantibodies. Type 1 typically affects women in their late 40s or 50s. It presents around or after menopause with fatigue and features of liver disease on examination. It takes a less acute course than type 2. Type 2 usually affects children or young people, more commonly girls. It presents with acute hepatitis with high transaminases on the blood tests and jaundice or yellowing of the skin. Let's go through the investigations. Investigations will show high liver transaminases, which are ALT and AST, and minimal change in the ALP or alkaline phosphatase levels, and this is described as a hepatitic picture. Raised immunoglobulin G or IgG levels are an important finding in autoimmune hepatitis. Autoantibodies found in type 1 autoimmune hepatitis are anti-nuclear antibodies or ANA, anti-smooth muscle antibodies or anti-SMA and anti-soluble liver antigen slash liver pancreas antibodies or anti-SLA slash LP. Autoantibodies in type 2 autoimmune hepatitis are anti-liver kidney microsome 1 antibodies or anti-LKM1 and anti-liver cytosole antigen type 1 antibodies or anti-LC1. Liver biopsy forms part of the diagnosis. Key histology findings on a liver biopsy are interface hepatitis and plasma cell infiltration. Finally, let's talk about management. Treatment is typically with high-dose steroids, for example, prednisolone. Other immunosuppressants are also used, particularly azathioprine. Immunosuppressant treatment is usually successful at inducing remission or controlling the disease. Liver transplant may be required in end-stage liver disease. However, the autoimmune hepatitis can reoccur in the new transplanted liver. So thanks for listening to this episode on autoimmune hepatitis. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about hemochromatosis.